Hey, what's up? This is Jeff Anderson, the jerk from Clerks. You're listening to the Three Nose Podcast. I want to punch them right in their nose. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello, and welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? I don't know. It just got really, I don't know. I, I decided to take it dramatic for some reason. Like, don't well, go, welcome to, go dramatic. Well, welcome to, the, you, what the, was the, the show, the old wilderness show from like our, that was always on back in the day? Mutual of Omaha, Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom. Who And who was the host of that one? Um, I don't think that's the one I'm thinking of. No. There, um, was was there somebody named Graham? No. I, no? Um, hold on. Uh, <laughs> now, this is a riveting episode. Well, but I don't know. We just started like it just and cr- you threw a curveball. And, and just, it, I, I seem like it came up on a YouTube thing or something reference, and I can't remember what it was. Okay. And I, it's, that's the kind of thing that sticks and bugs me. Uh who wasn't there the guy from Battlestar Galactica did a wilderness show? Lauren Green? Lauren Green. Lauren Green's New Wilderness. I think is the name of the show that I'm thinking of. That possibly. Thank you. Possibly. Thank you to my my niece, my oh. great niece outside who's yes. ringing the doorbell setting off the security system. Perfect. That's what we that's what we want. You can stop now. Mutual Omaha Wild. You can stop now. I know the show you're talking about, and yeah. I don't. I don't remember who narrated that one. Uh, the one I was thinking of was Lauren Green's New World. Yeah. So, hosted. Who's the host of this? Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom documented. Da, 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 da. Hosted by Peter Gross. Peter Gross. Uh. Marlon Perkins. Marlon Perkins. Marlon Perkins was the host from 1963 to 1985. And he was the one that would do the talk show circuit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Jim Fowler was the co-host from 63 to 85. Jim Fowler was the guy in the field. He was the guy that would, uh, and, and now we're going to tranquilize this, this warthog by shoving my thumb up its bum kind of thing. <laughs> that's the one who started the meme? That, that's the guy that Before started Crocodile the, Hunter? Right. So Jim Fowler was the guy in the field. Marlon Perkins was smart enough to stay in the studio, and so like, you go get gored by that rhinoceros. <laughs> I'm going to stand here and cash checks in Hollywood. They make a reference to it in Wayne's World. And yeah. it, it, it it took some time before I got the reference. Yeah. But because, yeah, when uh, Garth is arguing with Wayne and he says, well, I'm, I'm always the gym to your Marlon Perkins. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, then Stan Brock. Uh, Stan Brock was in. That, they that, don't give him a, a, a time frame. That's, that's not still running, right? Like, that's not. Um, yes, it is. It is. Really? So Stephanie Arn was... 2013 to 2018 then it took a hiatus and then peter gross gross g-r-o-s uh 2023 to the future oh so like just making a a comeback after the the break there yep uh number of seasons 18 original tv programming seasons wow that's 140 original uh episodes uh production Release NBC, 1963 to 71, and then NBC picked it back up in 2023. It got syndicated in 1971, and it's been running in syndication from 71 to 1988. Then Animal Planet picked it up in 2002 and ran that to 2011. That's where I was seeing seeing reruns on Animal Planet at some point. And then it went online for... uh, 2013 to 2018. Okay. Yeah, the original release was uh, January 6, 1963. There's always going to be nature documentaries. Everybody likes animals. Yes. So. That stuff is great. 
All you got to do is look at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and there's wild animals all over the place yeah. on on people's feeds and cute animals. Even you are doing <laughs> it on uh, Twitter right now with your yep. your paws. Pause and look at the, fuff, the fluffy People animals. need that. Sure. People need that. I bleach. So, exactly. Yeah, these soul are, bleach. Soul bleach. Yeah. <laughs> For some of it. Was it I started to rewatch Game of Game of Thrones and the uh the Red Witch. Is it the night is the night is long and full of terrors and now you got your little fluffy bunnies are uh counteracting that <laughs> nonsense. Yep. That's what I'm trying. Well, keep up the good work. Um I got it. I get it. I, we're, uh, we're we're deep into uh, Chatham Kent Film Festival season. Yeah. So uh, I've got a lot of watching. How's that going? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, there's been you know some of the ones that aren't my my flavor. You know, I I, I don't go for the art house. What you might call air quote art house style. Well, see, that's the risk you run. I, with I'm, a, aware. Uh, I'm aware. I'm uh, aware. Just and and I've accepted that. Doesn't mean I have to like it. It just. I accept it and I get through it. Okay. I get. To, I, I. I'm picking and, up what you're laying down here. Sometimes it's rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there's been there's been some some good ones, there's some those. some fun ones and whatnot. Um, I we we got a lot of features oh, this yeah. year. I've only watched two. There's still a lot more. How many judges are there? I don't know. Actively, I want to say about. Six or seven. Wow. I think there's more listed, but not everybody's been doing their diligence kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, there's, I think there's about five or six of us that seem to be all pretty much going through the list. Cool. All right. And oh. uh, yeah, there's been some, there, there's, there's some good submissions this year. Uh, one of the first features I watched, I expect to be in the running for awards because it was really, really good. I can't say anything about them, unfortunately, but wow. um, just, I'm just saying that. I'm seeing a good crop this yeah. year, and it seems we like we get more submissions every year too. Well, so you're getting you're getting your name out there, and you you get Gavin Michael Booth put his name on top of that yes. too. So you're getting a little bit of that stroke as well. Mm-hmm. So and you know some of the other some some other indie notables from Southwestern Ontario usually pop in too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that we're really deep into that. So I I know I saw at least two nature documentaries so far this year. Well, um, they they've the the judges have opened it up quite a bit to uh, yes what can be submitted. So there, the one though um, I will say was like the perfect tourism type thing to make you want to go hiking in bc oh because it was a really beautifully shot yeah. like some of the most some of the most high-end work I've somebody seen. got a good camera oh yeah a really good <laughs> camera uh yeah that and that one was cool and it followed it did follow like a path it was really neat okay so cool. yeah i'm i'm digging i'm, I'm digging uh, the crop this year nice what you up to um Content creating, like, content creating. Um, like a madman. Yeah, curious heathen. I'm curious heathen. Um, did you get those missing episodes? I did. I did, did get them up. Okay. Um, I don't know why I skipped two, three, no, three, one, four, one, and five. two, and three, four, five were missing, and yeah. then six was there. So I think I, somehow I got out of sequence putting those those things up. But uh, yeah, the curious heathen. Um, I've been. Five days a week content creating with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the five are the morning runes. It's very short, under five five minute videos, and then the um, the reading of the saga of Gretter the Strong is a is a little bit longer. All depends on the chapters that I'm reading. Um, I figured out how to upload the videos to YouTube and. Um, Spotify, the the their video podcasts that I'm uploading to Spotify. Yeah. So anything that I I, I record myself uh, on my phone or my iPad, video wise, gets uploaded to Spotify as a video podcast. Nice. So you can you can still listen to it audio only if you go to like Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts stuff like that podcasting stuff. Still works for the audio, but if you go to YouTube or Spotify, 
you can see the video of it as well. Mm. Um, I got followers, not a lot, but like I said, I start somewhere. Just starting out, kind of thing. So there's a. Well, I'm into the greater the strong. I've, I've watched the first two, and mm-hmm. that's where the the hiccup happened. Yep. Um, I really got a kick out of uh, Anand still being around, still defending. And even taking out a guy, and he's on, on one leg, where, yep. you know, so he's less of a, a, a warrior. On on tree foot. Was, <laughs> but, uh, and, and, but yet takes out, I can't remember the name of the, the dude, like, takes off his arm. Like. Yep. So that's, that's the thing, like with the, the, the old sagas, um, it shows you how, how badass these, uh, yeah. the, these Viking warriors were. Uh, like the, yeah, Anand Treefoot got his leg chopped off from the knee down. Survived that. This is like that alone is, ten, a, yeah, is, is a feat. The ten hundreds, uh, like year one thousand kind of thing. So medical science is not really good at this point in time. But they did manage to save his life and fashioned a a wooden leg for the dude, and the guy functioned normally with that wooden leg for, uh, up until he died. Yeah, I, I, but I, that made me smile. I'm curious though. I still haven't even heard the name Grittier. No, <laughs> we're, we're you You're, know, yeah, we got we have to get through four chapters and haven't heard the name of the title. Well, <laughs> still, what was it uh, chapter twelve? And we still haven't got till Grittier. Oh, jeez. So we're still dealing with his his father, his ancestors. Okay. So when they tell the, the tale of someone, they tell like their whole ancestral yeah. history. Yeah. So okay. So it's Anand and Anand Crow and all these guys. These are the ones that set up the 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 scene that Gretir gets gets born into. Okay. So eventually, eventually Gretir will show up. All right. So <laughs> then it gets crazy. Kind of like how the show Vikings became the Bjorn show a little bit. For all intents and purposes, yes, <laughs> because Ragnar Lothbrok. He had a finite amount of time, mm-hmm. and we know how that ends. Yep. But Bjorn, or and, do we? No, we know. <laughs> but Bjorn and Ivar and the rest of the sons got to do carried on the the legacy of uh, Ragnar Lothbrok. Yes, it's so. Yeah, it's it's just a not the way of storytelling I'm used to. Mm-mm, you know. Mm-mm. So you're used to one narrative and start finish. Yeah. What this does, it gives you a bigger, broader narrative of the the life and times of these guys. Instead of being a line, it is truly like a, a drop of water into a puddle, like, mm-hmm. psh, like a, a, a circle. Yep. The ripples, the, the ripples in time, yes. kind of thing. So you get you get to touch on a lot of. Um, different aspects of the lifestyle that these guys did. Mm-hmm. So uh there's one the one saga is uh called Nall's saga. Uh N J A L. Uh he's an Icelandic lawyer. A lawyer. A lawyer. Okay. You know, like um these guys uh What era is this? This is cuz the term lawyer in anything but a modern setting well, okay, outside of like Renaissance oh. era, maybe, but that doesn't Viking era. I don't picture a lawyer. That's where you'd be wrong. Uh, th- that's where the definition of lawyer yeah. probably doesn't so, mean exactly what it means. What? Okay, there's a thing called a thing called the all thing. The all thing. This is like a, a once a year type thing where all the clans would get together and they would meet. And they would discuss um, grievances. What uh, so somebody's wrong, somebody. So they had a, a a guy who would be called the law speaker. And this they would each side would argue their their side. It would be up to the law speaker to pass judgment using the laws of the land and who would be like exiled outlawed who would have to pay okay where guild kind of thing okay so guys got really good at 
being lawyers for okay. So, uh, so, so is that where that kind of originated? Maybe I don't know. Because honestly, like, honestly, I could see a historical analogy kind of thing. Because you, you know, Vikings are ruthless and and cutthroat, and good lawyers are too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I there, there's there's a connection there. There there's there is a connection. I don't know the etymology of where the word lawyer came from, but like I said, it could be just semantics that they called null okay. a lawyer in in modern verbiage. That's interesting. Okay. So, but right. he was he was definitely like um, very knowledgeable about the laws of Norse culture and he people would come to him and consult with him like hmm. this this guy did this what do I do that kind of thing and Nall's knowledge would uh, tip the scales in people's decision making process huh. cool yeah I'm not going to read that one because no. it is dry oh yeah oh it is well, dry it, it's about a lawyer it is about a lawyer <laughs> there's some exciting things in it but it is far outshadowed by the the dryness of proced- court procedural. Um, you know, that's why most of the court procedurals you see on in movies, at least, okay, always have extra dramatic effects to them, or yeah. comedy, or yeah, you know, yeah, something to break up the yeah, uh, yeah. Have you ever watched, just watched court proceedings oh, on like God. YouTube and stuff? Yeah. Uh, that is dry. Uh, the only ones I can watch are like sovereign citizens getting getting their <laughs> getting you know, basted yeah, by judges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take those ones. Yeah, those every time good. they try to t- speak, there's there's one judge in particular. They try to talk their their sovereign citizen crap, and he's I mean like, shut up, yep. <laughs> won't fly here. You are not a sovereign citizen here. It doesn't work. Yeah, but <laughs> no, the um, curious heathen stuff. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm not really doing too much on TikTok. I post the uh, the videos on TikTok, Twitter at curious underscore heathen. Uh, Facebook got a group that's kind of growing. Like I'm just putting people, putting invitations out there. People are uh, kind of finding it, so it's work working that way. Um, email me at the curious heathen at hotmail dot com. Um. Yeah, you said Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, any any podcast carrier right now. Anything that's related with, I I think I'm on Google, not Google, uh, Amazon Podcasts as well. I think I'm in the Google Play Store as well. So anywhere you can get, they're probably all connected like yeah, some way, so, right? Like the Spotify feed. I think iTunes feeds more than Spotify. Okay. Spotify tries to be its own entity kind of thing. Okay. But Apple Apple Podcasts, I believe if it goes there, other people can grab other uh how does like how does this show get on there? This show. Okay. It, this goes through um was anchors now podcast by Spotify. Yeah. Um we record the show, we upload it to the anchor Spotify site right and then um i know i i put it i do the links to twitter and facebook yeah what before you took over doing this i had set up the rss feeds in like okay uh, on the anchor site so whenever we put up a a new episode uh say like pocket casts has has our rss feed okay and it grabs the new and puts it up same with like apple and okay google play so you, so you set that up when you said i it set up. that up when i when i set this up okay all right then that means i don't have that set up for animanium should it ever rise from the ashes yeah uh, set that part up yeah that, that's you, all landing i don't yeah, know what's going you, on there. you would have to look in the settings i believe it is and there's a list of um like uh, Pocket Cast, Apple, these things. You go in there, like how how it is spread out to different. Okay, I'll I'll take a look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this again, riveting conversation. No, but this is this is the 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 guts of podcasting right here. Yeah. So if 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 somebody has never done it before, 
And they're like super confused, like how do we do this? Mm-hmm. It's really simple, really. Basically, it's like um, drag, highlight a link, and cut and paste. When it. I when I took when I got the the board from you and I took over the the posting duties and whatnot, yeah, I made a list of instructions, point point form, just boom boom, do this 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 yeah. this this, yeah. I don't have to open that notepad no more. No, it's I it's, do because I do copy every episode's link. I save it in there just just in case yep. um, until the next one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't I don't have to look at it anymore. I know all I know what I need to do to post the episode. It's muscle memory, really. It's it's yep. muscle memory because when you do it, well, we do it. Look, I already weekly. have the adapter here ready to. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's when we do when you go weekly like we do. Um, it's easy to remember how to do the process. Yeah. And then with me um, doing my stuff with the Curious Heathen stuff, uh, I had to teach myself how to do certain things, how to get files from from A to B to be able to upload it kind of thing. Because I can record a video on my phone and it when I go to put it into the uh, the podcast uploader on thing, it won't take it. Okay. It says I have to have a file. So I'll go in, I'll take that episode that I just recorded, make it a file, put it in my file folder, right? and then I'll go to the app, turn it on, it says go search files. And the thing that I'm looking for is right there. I can see it, but it's unclickable. <laughs> and I was like, Damn it all. <laughs> so close. So close. It's like you got you're looking through the window. You know, right. Your hand on that's, the glass. That's exactly it. <laughs> so I ended up um, turning on, turning on uh, iCloud sharing. So I can send that file to my iPad. And then from the iPad, I can upload it. Okay. It's... It's move... Into, there's a lot of move, moving parts in it. And it's just... A pain. That's sometimes? similar to how I was first doing the postings to Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I would send you the, the that link right yeah. in the messages just so I could copy and paste that on my phone. Yeah, because I had didn't have access to Twitter and everything set up on my laptop. Ah, I kind of avoided that. Yeah, but then once I brought in Animanium, it was going to be too much for me to. So I decided, but I've, I was at least smart enough so that when I had to post Animanium, I use the edge browser for that one mm-hmm. so it defaults to that yep but if i open it in chrome it defaults to three nos yeah so i've i've got that part set up to make it easier on myself that's but. that's what i had to do when i was setting up um curious heathen um <laughs> i i would it would default to three nos mm-hmm. so i had to actually that's why i went with hotmail to to make it a completely different mm-hmm. entity altogether so as soon as soon as it would see Gmail, it would automatically default to right. that. So I changing changing it to a different uh email server uh ha- makes that differentiation uh a little bit easier for the for the, the laptop and the the iPad. Right. So it's trying to sort out you're trying to keep everything in its own lane, mm-hmm. and sometimes somebody veers off into the other <laughs> lane, and you got to catch it before you hit send. You just like, okay, where am I at? What do I have? Everything is there? No spelling mistakes? Is there? Am I sending it to the right spot? Kind of thing. Right. So it's just a matter of dotting eyes and crossing T's. That that kind of thing. Speaking of, am I sending it to the right, right, right place? I have not tried again yet, but I'm going. I I need to definitely. O'Halloran. Okay. Because <laughs> it had no response okay. from the first time, so yes, I need to mess- try and message him again. So, I'll take another swing at that one. One more time. One more time. Yep. I. <laughs> did you send it to him? I just did a, a direct message on Twitter from uh, Three Nose. From Three Nose. Oh. Okay. Or did. Let me double check. Maybe I sent it for myself. I'll have to double check. Yeah. But I sent the picture. I sent one of our pictures. So okay. I don't know. Well, I'll try again. I'll look into it. Yeah, take take a look. Make sure you s- did send it by three nose because if he's just like, who the fuck is this guy? I, 
explain myself. But still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll double check. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. Was it View Askew related? Was it? I can't remember now. Damn it. Podcastery related? Well, yeah. Uh, oh, um, oh, just oh. organizing. Okay. Organizing. Um, I've been... At, and we know, okay, I'm not, I don't want to go down the road, uh, but I know what stems all my issues. But I have been poor at keeping things organized. Yeah. And I'm usually better than that. Okay. So that's something I am actively getting uh, working on. Uh, I've been working on, especially over the last uh, couple of days. Yeah, you know, just getting getting a few ideas in order. Um, I'm gonna be. I got a few different ideas for this show that okay. I'm gonna be bringing to you. All right. Um, but I'm getting. I, I want to have my ducks in a row. Okay. I want to be able to give you. The now, ideas. what are we talking like? Different segments, bits, segments and bits, that games? type of thing. Uh, you can call them games. Okay. Um, also, it it'd be kind of a play on your little musical experiment last week. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. It'll be along the lines of uh, knowing each other, okay. knowing our tastes, that type of thing. And also just kind of a, uh, here's a side of me you may not know. Gotcha. Or that type of thing. So that, I, those are a couple couple ideas that I have in the works. Oh. But I want to look at legalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because, um, yeah, I know uh, all of our listener, I'm sure, wouldn't rat us out. I don't want to take that chance, you know. Um, and, uh, cause I ain't got a lot and I don't want anybody taking it from me. <laughs> no, I don't. I know. We, I, I'm not worried about what we do. Um, I, I'm not we, really... we've done, we've done a few things in the past and it's never, I know never say never, but we've also done a, we've been doing this for quite a while. There is that one, that one thing that happened. Sorry, Dave. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> eh. you know, but that that that's that's for a, di- a completely different reason. That was not really us. No, no, that was um, a combination of things. Mostly fuckery. Mostly fuckery. And uh, <laughs> as we're learning more and more. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the sheer amount of fuckery that's going on in this world right now is starting to get into the fucking staggering category. So Trudeau took a nice big step this week. Totally. I don't, we, I don't, we shouldn't talk about it because we don't want to have a, a relapse. But <laughs> but what we, Trudeau pulled off, let's just say it, it ain't right. <laughs> it ain't right. I, he... he all he did was shuffle the deck chairs on the Titanic. Exactly. That's all they did. Exactly. And like I said, like, I, I, I honestly don't understand what purpose it's going to serve for him at all. Well, he used, okay, one of, a couple of the guys, there was, what, what Justin Trudeau did with the Liberal Caucus is he shuffled his cabinet. Fired a bunch. Fired seven different people out of caucus. Out, yeah, outright. Mark Mendicino. The guy that I wanted to see fired out of a cannon since day one <laughs> finally got fired out of the cannon. Um, there's still a handful of people that are still there that are just so fucking slimy. I want them gone. Freeland and the the other fucking uh, the again. I, I, again, I have trouble following Canadian yeah. politics more. It's it's sad. But I, those are names that I recognize, and yep. I know they're names that are not very well, well spoken of. Freeland, Christina, Christina Freeland, Freeland, Freeland is a deputy prime minister and finance minister, mm-hmm. and she is the fucking slimiest, smarmiest fucking. Gas- I've seen a little bit of her speeches, like her talks. Yeah, gaslight. Yeah, fucking talk down to everybody, just scum. I see comparisons. Uh, some comparisons and mannerisms to some of the people that I'm more familiar with from the news down south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's a fucking piece of work that it's, broad. It, it's baffling to me that that to see that because we're Canadians. We're supposed to be better than that. Well, they think they're they think that <laughs> they think they are. They uh, are. They think they're better than everybody. They believe it. They believe it a little too much. Yes. Yeah. And. This is this is the thing everybody's talking about. Oh, Pierre Polyev, he's a uh, he's just uh, he's in the pocket of uh, 
Trump and all the conservatives and all these other guys. He, okay, Pierre Polyev, yeah, he runs the Canadian Conservative Party. And he's going to win the next election. I, it seems like it. That seems to be the, where things are swinging. Right. And he like there's a lot, there's a lot of people are just don't understand what's going on. And they're like, well, he's not presenting anything that he's going to do. All he has to do is reverse everything that the liberals have done. <laughs> exactly. And it, that like the the carbon tax. They should they, if they have a debate. Whatever he said, the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see see those carbon taxes? I'm going to take those away. See that? That'd be a good start. Yeah. See the the, the censorship? Uh, oh, that yeah, no, you know what? In my opinion, start C, with that one. Yeah, C11 and 15 and all these other yeah. laws going to take those away. In my opinion, that's one of the biggest things that needs to go. Yes. That's yeah. beca because of the sheer reach that that has. Yeah. I realize, you know, you got to worry about your the finances and and taxes and all that, but the control that the government wants to wield. Yep. Due to those bills, to your internet content, to what you can post online and receive. Yep. So like we're, apparently, where you're supposed to get um, anything you're, when you search for anything is supposed to be Canadian first. Yeah. Canadian, possibly only. Yes. Only. Which that is baffling to me. Because. A lot, not allowing me to see outside the bubble. I'm pretty sure I've heard that being done in, oh, yeah, Communist China. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. So the, the the biggest problem with that is it's already started. The news, the news sources outside of Canadian sources uh, is being banned on Twitter and Facebook. I got the notification the other day saying no news sources outside of Canada will be of like viewable on Facebook. So. We're not, we're not, Justin, Justin is trying to justify this by saying, well, we're trying to save Canadian, Canadian Cana content, Canadian content, Canadian corporations, Canadian news. The Liberal Party paid C C CBC something to the tune of a billion dollars. It's bought and paid for by the Liberal yep. government. Yep. Um, uh, Elon Musk <laughs> earned a, a just a beating, uh, just a, a just a tongue lashing for what he did on Twitter on the the official CBC Twitter. I he, didn't hear this. Oh, S Elon added the thing um, that says like CBC News like this is a government funded corporation. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. The, but the, the, he added it to their title, though. Yeah, like under, like oh, like one of the warnings. Yeah, like under, one of their warning labels. Right, right. Well, and that's it's it's one hundred percent true because the Canadian government owns roughly seventy percent of the CBC. Then yeah, that's not an incorrect tag. Right, I have no problem with that. Right. So everybody's going like, "Well, oh, that's bullshit. You can't do that." And they're going like, "Why, Why not?" not? It's true. Why you want? Why do you want to hide that fact? Exactly. That's exactly. That, as and soon as you, as soon as you want to argue against it, it makes me wonder why. When it is innocuous, right? If you're not hiding anything, why are you worried about turns, it? Turns, it turns into a, the CBC turns it into a propaganda machine. It turns it into, uh, a like, there's no authenticity. Because you can't trust what is being said. You don't know whose filter you're getting it from. Yep. Like CBC was fucking liberal as hell to begin with. That that yeah. is no surprise. But when the liberal party drops millions, billions of dollars into that, you become beholden to who gives you that kind of money. Oh yeah, of you're, you're you're not going to swim against that current. So, CBC becomes the At least not until the new pool has been installed, right? And paid so, for. CBC, uh, 
allegedly becomes the propaganda wing of the Liberal Party of Canada. Sounds about right. So that's that's always been one of the biggest things that has gone around is like you can't trust the news because you don't know who the news is coming from. And that's so. where and and that's where you then go to uh, or you know people people like me that tend to get more of their news from the jokes the joke sides yeah but, you know but they have that slant yeah. they have their opposite slant yeah and you got to kind of I to me I I, I take everything fifty fifty and I go with what what is most logical does it pass the sniff test that yeah. Log- it, logic sniff yeah. test yes it does it pass the sniff test like yes. the, if it smells like bullshit guess what yeah exactly so, <laughs> so yeah it's 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 crazy it, and it takes me back to the twitter thing and why i like to post those cute animals because you just get right. bombarded with all that crap yeah speaking of bombarded bombarded i got another another message i need to bounce off of you a message yeah a message to bounce off me yeah this is weird you getting messages from outer space? Oh, oh whoa! Wait, oh, one of those. Me- Did you get a second invite? Did you get a callback? I wish. No, it you- wasn't it. Oh, okay. Okay, there's. Let me just find it right. One oh, here it is. Okay. I need zero introduction. Watch this. So let's just get into this, and and I'd like to take you through the patents that are on Moderna's website. So there's a patent entitled modified polynucleotides for the production of secreted proteins. This is one of the master patents for what they're calling mRNA vaccines. Uh, Right in the abstract, it describes um, that the lipid nanoparticles have a particle size between 80 and 160 nanometers, and it contains modified mRNA encoding a polypeptide. It includes a cationic lipid, a neutral lipid, a cholesterol, and a pegylated lipid. What they're calling lipids actually host cationic charges. They host positive electromagnetic fields. There is no lipid in nature that does that. Uh, They're using the term lipid instead of nanotechnology. As you go through the patent in section 219, it explains how they are self-assembled nanoparticles and they're fully programmable. That term in here is, it it is an alarming term. Uh, for a number of reasons. One reason is that these are both pre-programmable as well as they can uh, receive programs from an external source. Drop your comment. Let me know what you're thinking. So, we've got that to worry about as well. Now, that was the Moderna, right? That, it would the, the... I got the Pfizer. I'm good. <laughs> No, but it's all it's all the MNRA. But that's that now that takes us back to the all very right. first of the vaccines and the whole is it gonna give us superpower shit. It ain't gonna give you superpowers. It's gonna put you a fucking dirt naps. Oh. That's what it is. I'm still voting for superpowers. I'm, I want the glitchy ones that give me superpowers. I, I don't right? I don't think you're gonna get I, your superpowers. I, I wanna be in the glitchy batch. Come you're on. You're not getting the glitchy batch. They throw those out. Damn it. No. Damn it. What you're most likely going to get is a fucking blood clot and a fucking aneurysm. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but that's, see, that's the thing. I got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, but you have to go to, air quote, new media to find stuff like this. I know. That type of thing, though, it's hard for me to take right, right off the bat. I need to see more. I need to see corroborating. But. Okay, you're not going to see it through any other mainstream. Yeah, I know. Media but usually, though. when I find something like that, it'll link me to other things. Yeah, and they're to, to say cry. the exact same thing. I, I get that, but that's where, to me, that's where the sniffing comes in. Yeah. Okay, I'll see the first one. If I follow the links, if all of them, not not just Matt, like agree, yeah, but they all, none of them look. They all pass the sniff test. They all look legit. They all nothing looks funny. Nothing looks fishy, and I I've got a pretty good eye. I've I've been around enough uh, sketchy porn sites and shit to <laughs> to kind of know that some of the bad things to look for. Um, you know, I, I I'm not that I'm a, a you know an Uber hacker or anything like that, but I think I'm a pretty good judge. Okay, so okay. that's where I follow when I go down those types of rabbit holes, which I don't go too deep on that type of stuff generally because it scares you a, a, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it scares me, and also a couple times it's just like fucking ridiculous. You're getting into the tinfoil hat people, and that's too far. <laughs> But here's the thing. Now, okay. Like this, that, now, like that being said, like we've also had the big revelation this week. 
Oh, yeah. yeah there yeah. is that that big revelation that Mitch McConnell had a stroke on the <laughs> that floor of that was bizarre. The fucking ten second glitch like that, dude, is just like whoa. Yeah, I know it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was that that the UFO hearing. Oh yeah, like. That guy to Congress sure. saying, yeah, like, okay, wow, all right. I like the AOC says, is there anything that you can, that you could say, like, his reverence goes, there's nothing to say on the pro- proper, on the, the public record, but I'd be glad to talk to you in person. <laughs> she's like, yeah. okay then. Yeah, there's like, I did I think see she's that got one. A, I think she's got a, a, a coffee date well, to get some UFO a, info. A lot of some of, a lot of that stuff has to do with uh, clearance. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. So if, if AOC has any type of clearance, yes, then she can talk to this guy if they have matching clearance level. Right. So, like, like of course, the guy is like, if he ha- if he's trying to talk about a classified thing in a public setting, he goes to jail for a long time. Exactly. And he's not going to do that. And, and given, you know, going into the conspiracy realm, he may go to jail and he may not be there long. Right. Like you said, so, he's going to end up under the jail kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Um, the, the, the revelation that... Gets shipped off to Area 52. Which is a real thing. I know. So... <laughs> The revelation that the United States is in possession of extraterrestrial crafts and biologics may or may not come as a surprise to a lot of people. That type of conspiracy to me, it it just, it's been around so long. Yeah. You know, it has to be based on fact. It has to. Well, I can't, I can't. That that's not one that I can just say. There's no way. There's no truth behind that. There's somewhere got to be something too. Yeah. Who who would come up with that idea? Right. Like one of the most plausible things that I heard coming out of that announcement is somebody was talking about. Well, they it's deny, deny, deny. Like from eighty, ninety years up until now, they've denied everything under the sun: swamp gas, weather balloons, this, that, and the other thing. Independence Day. The president didn't know that Area 51 was real or what was really going on there. And they said, why didn't I know about this? Plausible deniability, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you take it outside of the, the lens of pop culture. Right. So everybody's going like, there, there's, there's too much. We've, everybody's seen anything and everything out of the government has like, deny, no, it's, it's fake. It's gaslighting. It's all this other stuff. We haven't seen any of the tech come out because we've not been technologically capable of back engineering some of this stuff. Yep. Why, why all of a sudden are we being told about this stuff? Did they make a breakthrough? Maybe they made a technological breakthrough and they're going to be able to start reproducing some of this stuff. But it was what 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 really drew my attention to it outside of just the fact that it, this was in a, like a, one of the biggest settings to really take it seriously mm-hmm. was the fact that I'm pretty sure at least one of them said that they believe that they didn't might not have had the best of intentions visiting us. Nobody ever does. You know, they, we all, you know, we always want to say that there could be aliens that come for benevolent reasons, like we've sure. reached enlightenment, sure. whatever, you know, that term. Yeah, but, but our own history <laughs> should be any indication of, yes, there are some people that have benevolent ideas going to, say, missionaries, going to a place, mm-hmm. going like to help things. That's never, uh, I, w- I, would, I would hazard a guess for a 50-50 on how that ended up. Okay. So yeah. I, I'm sure some, somebody out there is screaming like, that's fucking 90-10 the other way. <laughs> so, But again, in pop culture, we've seen numerous references where aliens look at Earth and go, oh, those, th- no, those humans, they're, they're, they're fucked up. Leave them alone. Well, okay. Stay away from them. Pop, <laughs> pop culture is that setting up a soft landing. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So, yeah, that that... Although... Is V really a soft landing? <laughs> v definitely is not a soft landing. <laughs> That's where we become food. Yeah. Well, okay. 
uh, like Soylent Green. That one was like, it's made of people. Made of people. So there, there's a lot of that pop culture was designed to make us afraid and wary of people that say UFOs and this. Like, like they wanted everybody to be negative to the idea of UFOs, aliens, this. They yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, all the earliest ones all struck fear. Right. Right. Or the worlds. Or the worlds. Exactly. <laughs> Pure panic. Yeah. So, and what changed? If you look at pop culture and how the the subtle shift of fear has slowly gotten into education and acceptance cute aliens started in roughly the 80s yeah i would say et et yeah Yeah. so cute aliens really started in earnest and gained traction in the 80s yes right so you have from from the 80s backwards it's the fear of invasion Sure, it might have something to do with the the time of World War Two and, yep. and all like the all the uh, like the the, the, the communist menace mm-hmm. and the Cold yeah. War and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, you could definitely see some propaganda oh, behind yeah. some of the some of that stuff. Oh, so absolutely, media is the propaganda wing. Oh, it's in that era for sure. Yeah, during uh, the war during the wars. Uh, yeah, okay, yes, uh, th- that's there's no denying that. Right. Okay, but particularly during like World War Two and whatnot. Yeah, it was a propaganda farm. Oh, that's one, all they were. One hundred percent. Yeah, everything had to have some bent. Okay, do you think Top Gun Maverick was a uh, propaganda? Oh farm? hell yeah! Oh absolutely, <laughs> it was just like Top Gun was it yeah. to begin with. Absolutely, yeah. yes. America, America, Army, <laughs> Air Force, yay! Yeah, yeah. So that's all and propaganda. It fucking worked on me. Damn sure. it! I wanted to get into a F fourteen so fucking bad. Right. <laughs> Right. Played, went and played Afterburner every chance I could Ooh, get. Dude, didn't. It like, Try and put on the brakes, it, get blown up every fucking yep, time. It worked. It it, they're on to us. It's like the, the last Starfighter. Everybody climbs into uh, that, the, the F, mm, yep, that, mm. that game console. Maybe the Pentagon is monitoring who has the top scores, and you get recruited. There is a remake of that coming. Oh. It uh, is, a, I believe, finally in the works. Somebody is going to do a new version of it. I'm all right. With I don't that. think it's going to be a sequel. I think it's going to be a full reboot. Which okay. it could you can modernize that sure. easy. So. Absolutely, so easy. Especially with esports uh, and whatnot, you could definitely right, that into something. right, right. So you just you just take it out of an arcade and put it into like a VR exactly idea exactly. So that, that's easy enough. Well, they did that with what was it Ender's Game? Yeah, sort of I never read the books. Yeah, um, I liked the movie a lot. But apparently, it's not a good rendition. But I enjoyed the movie a lot. Right for it looked spectacular yeah. and had some, uh, the twist really took me. So. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I'm not saying anymore. Um, and it was cool to see uh, one kid. One okay, spoiler. One kid bites it. Oh, did he uh, ever in, uh, the fight in the bathroom? Yeah, and yep. that, that was the kid who I can't remember the name he played, but he played the the annoying brat neighbor kid in uh hannah montana yeah he was really rocco on that show he was really fucking annoying there so it was kind of nice to see that a little bit kind of a little bit of me just smile a little bit starting to wonder if that kid got typecast and he's uh he went from being just an annoying little jerk to uh just an asshole yeah he (laughs) up this game in the worst way possible yep and then he met enders Yep, and then he, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I never read the books, so I heard the, the books there is supposed to be sure. good. But you don't read books anyway, so no, no, oh. no, not in a long time. I'm reading a good book. You're reading on a good book. Yep the the the, the war on art by the, Stephen Pressfield. The war on art. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it's a. Uh, uh, we each have a, th- a thing in us called resistance capital r resistance that stops us from doing the things that we love basically what this book does is exposes resistance capital r resistance to the sunlight and shows you how to move past to do the things Hmm. it's a very good book really i'll i'll i would lend it to you (laughs) 
but I know that's. <laughs> I know, I know, but right now the like, the stuff that I've gotten gotten into is um, the best way to beat resistance is to become pro, is to turn pro, go pro, go pro. Okay, and that idea is. Um, a pro shows up every day, does the work every day, that, puts in the work. Is that what's day. got behind the Curious Heathen? Yep. Yeah. I, I've, uh, it, like, inadvertently, like I said, I'd read that book a while ago, a long time ago, and then I was going through my bookshelf the other day, and I pulled that out, and I was like, oh, I need to reread this. I posted a picture of it the other day where I said, I need to reread this, and relearn the principles attached to this book. And I think a lot of it had to do with meeting Kevin at Astronomicon. And there was three separate occasions that I was like listen, uh, consuming media. Um, two podcasts and a live feed. All three of these things at one point in time say almost to the word, don't forget who you are and be who you want to be. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I was like, you're enough. You can do what you want to do. Just do it. You got to do it. And you have to want to do it. That's being a pro. And it was like remembering I'm good enough because there's a lot of things, especially with the curious heathen stuff. I had a lot of uh, imposter syndrome going on with that stuff. And then it was just like, no, you're like, you have a different perspective of things. Tell your story, do your thing. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good enough to do these things. And why, why would I deny myself to do these things? I, at that point, turned pro nice. because I was I, I gave into the resistance all this time. Like, why? Okay, why am I? I want to do this, but I'm not doing this. Why? Like, why am I? That's where I've been at. Yeah, that's you, where I've been at. You give the resistance, you give over to it fully. I do. And it's that the, the moment where you recognize that the resistance has got you, you can start like trying to shove it away it, to do the things that you really want to do. Mm -hmm. And I say this, I say that sort of thing to Crystal all the time. Like, like, like I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just stuck right now, and yes, I know the cause. Well, I'm, see, a lot of a lot of it. I had the analogy. Everybody gets stuck in the ruts, mm -hmm. right? The ruts, you you know where the ruts are going, mm -hmm. but the view never changes and the direction never changes. To get out of that rut, you're going to have to violently jerk the wheel one way or the other. That's I I, I that's what I'm I'm. Not afraid of. That's I. I know that I have to do that. I'm just not there yet. No, you know I'm comfortable in my rut right now. But that's comfort but is, is one of the, is the biggest is, biggest know. source of resistance. I resistance know. wraps that big fluffy blanket around you and says, so "Like, no, you don't want to leave this. This this makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. If you put in the work, you might yep. you might have well, to every do the time work. Yeah. every once in a while." Okay. I'm, at least once a week, I'll have a few hours where I do get that little extra oomph and yeah. do a little bit something, something else, something more. And I always feel good about it. Mm -hmm. And I let it go away. Yep. I, le I let it slip away. Yeah, because resistance yep. sneaks back up and says, like, oh, you, you, you did good. Do you know what you should do? You, did, you had two really good hours. Do you know what you should do? Take a break. Mm. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, take That's a break. When she stopped the momentum, you earned a break mm -hmm. off of those two hours of what you did. Take a break. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Watch. Yep. Watch. Pick up your phone. Watch TikToks. Watch YouTube. Watch pet yep. videos. Yep. That's exactly Bam. it. And resistance. Exactly it. Wraps that fucking fifty-pound weighted blanket on you. 
and you accept it. Yep. And you just like, oh, I don't want to get up out of here because it's too damn comfortable. Mm-hmm. But then you start feeling like, oh, but I did this and I felt really good. Yeah. If I do, why don't I do that again? Yeah. If I do more of that, maybe I'll feel better. But then resistance comes up and says, "Hey, Jason, it's your wife, Crystal. Want to want to go to Costco? You want to go to London get some of those Korean hot dogs? Do you want to go <laughs> go do something else?" And it instantly distracts you from away from that. A pro doesn't need the distraction. Doesn't give in to the distraction. He gets it. He hears it, and he goes. Uh, he has to be ruthless. I have to do this. I have to, I have to podcast five days a week in a row, six days a week in a row for me mm-hmm. anyways, right now, right. three of the, the morning runes and two of the reading of the sagas. I have to do those. That is my professional plan. I have to do these. My other part of my professional plan is recording three no's with you on Sundays. That's that plan. I sat at my house yesterday on a Saturday. That's my air quote off day. And it drove me fucking crazy because I was not doing anything. And the pro mindset is, why aren't you doing something? Get up, do something, record, create, go for a walk. Record a video while you're walking. That kind of thing. I have decided that I want to be, I want to create content. And the vehicle that I've decided is the Curious Heathen. I have to do that to make it work. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can hear the fever pitch in my voice talking about this because this is how fired up this this idea has made me like i've got ideas of what i want to do where i want to take this once once the the saga of greater the strong is done i'm thinking like thinking down the road what am i going to do to fill that spot i have to i have to fill those those gaps when it comes up um the morning runes it's easy and it's a, it's a thing that I'm going to continue to do. If people watch, people interact with me, awesome. If they don't, I'm still going to do it. I'm yeah. still going to do it. Because it is something that I have decided I am going to be a professional about. And I'm going to continue pushing forward with this. If you, with your ideas about this, you have to become a pro about it yeah, i i'm aware and again i, I like I, I've been, I'm, I'm not pushing i, I can I, I believe me i i've noticed i know that yeah. i know that i've probably frustrated you um with how i've been lately but i i do appreciate that i yeah. appreciate you you're just giving me my space in that regard but i have been making small steps move uh, you know a little bit of movement you know, yeah. the cards is, is a big one for me. I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm going to be, they love keep forgetting to take them out. I'm going to be hanging some up and putting them on yeah, yeah, bo- yeah. bulletin boards. Around but that. see, so, but that's, you know, I, I got that. That's one step I've yeah. made. I've made, I made like one small step. Yeah. Just but that's, that's how you do these things. You like, you decide, okay, I want to get this out. I'm talking about the three nose podcast. I want to get this out more visibly. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? I make these cards. All right. Okay. Now that I've made these cards, what do I got to do with these? I got to make sure I get these cards out into the public and into the public eye. So what, how do I do that? I have to actually do that to get that, get those out. Now the resistance is, Oh, I forgot. Oh, I was already out. Oh, this, Oh, that, you know, that's, that's how that goes. When you turn professional, you will always have those cards with you. And when it, you go past the bulletin board, wherever it is, grocery store, work, whatever. You're like, okay, you'll look at the board. I will professionally scan this board. There's nothing up there that is me. I will put my card on that board. That way, somebody 
somebody will walk by, what's this? Either take the card or make note of the card. And they become, they become intrigued about what you did. This is how we move this forward. Mm-hmm. You, when you, when you understand and understand what res- the resistance feels like, you're going to go like, oh, I don't like that. It feels good, but it doesn't feel good. That kind of thing. That's probably the word of how I've been feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that's the exact word to put it. It's yeah. exactly how I've been feeling. I, I like it. I know it's not good, but I like it. Yeah. I know it's not good. Right. <laughs> Just that's, keep going in that circle. But it, it's such an insidious thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because all creatives, all creatives, this, this is how everybody gets short-circuited. Mm. Like, they'll do those little boom bursts of creativity. And you get that, oh, yeah, I like this. But... The resistance goes, you know what's better than that? <laughs> yeah. Myth, mythical breakfast or yeah. mythical morning breakfast. Yep. Consume yep. the stuff that the professionals. Uh, yep. The work's already done. The work's I'm done. already all entertained. Gotta, yeah. All you got to do is hit play. Yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. we have to decide, no, we have to hit record. Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose <laughs> Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.